wearing spectacles. He is. He's in a tree made of books. Hello and welcome. As you can tell, we're tools in the shed, powered by Cars Guide, ready to rip into car stuff that's caught our eye this week. I'm James, and with me are Richard, G'day. who's been behind the wheel of the Holden Arcadia, a large seven-seat SUV Holden's hoping will help it get back on track sales-wise, as well as Matt. Yes, me. Who's been back-to-back testing the cream of the mainstream small SUV field. I have. All crap or all good? We'll find out. We'll get to it. And we'll check in with the Dreamer-in-Chief and future Martian in this week's Muskwatch. So, stay with us. But first, Matt, small SUVs, yeah. like I said, all good or all crap? What's, what, what were you testing? What's it all about? Okay, so small SUV segment, booming, right? Yep. About 20 different models for people to choose from, yeah. which means there's something for everyone. That is amazing, isn't it? 20, yeah. there are, yeah. And that's just, in the, that's just in the affordable section. Well, there's, there's, not, there's, there's not 20 people in the world. Like, if there were, <laughs> then there would be an SUV for everybody. <laughs> Don't Matt, be silly. Matt, so the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. Aside sorry, from the sorry. numbers, you've thrown us off there with that. With <laughs> if that you crazy said mass. there's five billion, then yeah. it'd be an SUV f- for Richard, everybody. Can you feel okay. how awkward it is? Yeah. Okay. Here right sorry. Now? Sorry. I have that. <laughs> okay. Effect. Matt, continue. Like, All right. So we uh, decided to choose uh, three different SUVs with different attacks on the market. So we had the Honda HRV VTI. We had the Mazda CX3 Max Sport. And we had the Hyundai Kona Active. So are each of those levels kind of in the middle middle of their respective ranges? It's uh, so the HRV VTI is the base level HRV. Yep, about twenty five grand. Yep. The CX three Max Sport is second spec up, about twenty five grand. grand. Yep. And the Hyundai Kona Active is second spec up as well, about twenty five and a half. So twenty five and a half. They're, okay. they're all sort of twenty five to twenty five and a half thousand dollars. Yep. Uh, but the Kona we had included a safety pack, which has now been added to the Active spec. So it's an extra fifteen hundred bucks, and it gets you a bunch of oh, safety extra stuff. stuff. Yeah, I see. All which right. is well worth investing in if you value your safety and the safety of others. Cool. All right. Uh, but as I said, all with a different tack on the small SUV. So the Kona, aggressive and sporty and designed to be something, I don't know, kind of almost challenging to look at. Yes. And then also on the inside, it doesn't quite live up to that challenging mentality. Sure. It's, it's yeah. quite boring. Plain. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's the thing, isn't it? Not wanting to preempt anything you're going to say, but mm-hmm. different people have different priorities, quite yep. obviously. So as a manufacturer, are you going to follow the pack or are you going to zig while they zag? Yeah. You know, and find a niche in a very crowded field. And so it's obvious from a design point of view that yeah. Hyundai's gone, we're going to try and find people that want this little niche. Exactly. And Richard was there on the test. There. And along with James Lyle, we all stood around and looked at the Kona and sort of, I think James actually summed it up really well. It's going to age like milk. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. The, the exterior, it's really now and it's really contemporary and concept car-y. Yeah. But the the... Just the sheer amount of exposed shiny black plastic on the exterior of the car yeah. is going to fade and... So he meant from a physical point of view, yes, yeah, it yeah. will just degrade yeah. as, a, as a car. As, okay. Well, as time goes by, you know, you look at, you look at old Foresters from yeah. 1998, for example, all the dark grey plastic that was on the outside is now almost white. Do you yeah. know, I found so, a product, you know that very premium, uh, gl- I think it's Glims, yes. uh, which make polishes and cleaners. Yeah. There's this thing called Bumper Care, 
yeah. the feeding chem. If you've got an old car and it's got that exposed plastic, you get a bit of this green goo yeah. out of the tube, put it yeah. on there. Yeah. New. Was yeah. that? Again. Did you just do an ad? No. No, 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 no payment. No payment. <laughs> no payment. No payment. I paid for it. Yeah. And when the person in the, whether it was one of those, you know, shops, yeah. came out and said, oh, I'll show you. I'll yeah. give you a demo. Yeah. And we had an older car and I spent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. have that, please. Yes, please. It's amazing. Anyway, right. continue. As, as an owner of a former Mini Cooper Cabrio first generation with lots of that grey plastic around the outside, the cheaper option oh. is tyre shine. If you Ooh. spray tyre shine on it, it comes up nice. Yeah. And you wouldn't even know. Matt, that yeah. speaks volumes about Absolutely. the difference yeah. between you I'm and a, I, right? I'm You're a cheapskate. Shine. I'm using Auto Glim. Yeah. I'm yeah. a cheapskate. That's fine. With that HRV as well, yeah. uh, while the Kona will age like milk, mm. the Kona will age like wine. The HRV, you mean? Sorry, sorry yeah. the, yeah, the HRV will, will, will age so well. Because you'll look at that car in 10 years' time and it will look exactly like the, you know, the 2029 HRV. You'd think. Yeah. yeah. Because it's so generally appealing. Yeah. There's nothing outrageous about it apart from that... That smoky gold uh, grill yeah. and and the matching plate across the the tailgate mm. as well. But to, Why is but it a to be clear, color? I mean, J three was talking about physical degradation of the car. Oh over yeah. Time. Oh okay. You're, you're talking, talking about, about the styling. design yeah. and how yeah. it might be appreciated. But I think, in, I think time in terms of styling, the Kona will yeah degrade too as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, I mean. When it first came out, the Kona, I sort of looked at it and went, oh, yeah. wow, that's yeah. it's spider-like yes, to look at. it is. But then now, the more I see them on the road, and I'm seeing quite a lot of them, um, yeah, it, it's actually growing on me. And the higher spec, the better. We didn't have mm. the high spec, obviously, so it had the smaller wheels. The bigger wheels fill the arches better. The other one, um, Mazda CX-3, obviously a lot of people buy that car the way it looks. It's pretty. It's, it is a pretty car. Mm. Um for some people, I don't like it, but that's uh, that's you know yeah. this is this yeah. is the beauty of the small SUV segment. Doesn't matter whether I like it or not; that's someone true. will buy it, yeah. and there's something for everyone. Yeah. So, as it, when it came to testing, um, as we found, we did a, a bunch of testing over a couple of days: rain, hail, shine, everything you could imagine, um, mm. including getting three of us in the car going up and down a steep and windy hill. Yeah, You had Get, to sit in the back with J3. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was testing. That was um, testing. It was like a hazmat washdown at the yeah. end of each run, wasn't there? I, you just I, want to make sure that you're clean. I did feel dirty. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the, um, the outcome that we sort of came to was that the CX-3, for all the changes they've made to it, it just doesn't feel very good. Okay. Um, yeah. the, Loose. the ride... Yeah, loose was the word that you came up yeah. with. Um, it's got this ride characteristic where it's just really jumpy and sharp and uncomfortable over sharp edges. And Well, I mean, it, it's some people are going to want the practicality. Some people are going to care about the ride quality. Maybe not so much. Yeah. They're on good surfaces most of the time. Mm-hmm. Short story is you were able to get to the, the pros and cons for yeah. each car. Yep. So as usual... If you had the best attributes of all of these cars, yeah. you'd have one amazing small you'd SUV. You'd have a hell of a small SUV. But there are pluses and minuses yeah. all over the place in terms of storage, in terms of performance, yep. in terms of safety, um, all yeah. those things. And as you say, if people want the details, they should you know read the full review. Definitely. Absolutely. And the video goes into a fair bit of depth on the practicalities and the drive experiences of all three. And, yeah, I mean, should I reveal the winner? No. Oh, no? No. Get people to have a click. 
Click that link in the but description. It, it's yep. also the beauty of a comparison test is not only having those vehicles there to jump physically back to back yep. into mm-hmm. each one, so everything's fresh. But by by definition, you have three people there yeah. where you're not necessarily giving into groupthink, mm. but you are actually getting alternate perspectives on each of these cars, and, and they're which is a healthy thing yeah. in that context. They're represented in the story. I've, I've put some of Richard's thoughts in, yeah. my thoughts, James's thoughts. And so yeah. we, you know, the aim of it was to give people that, uh, that peace of mind that if you make a certain choice about your small SUV, yeah. it's okay because you're not alone. Well, that's it. I mean, we, we didn't see eye to eye on everything. Yep. You didn't like the steering, particularly in the Kona. Mm-hmm. J3 did. Yeah. You, neither of you are wrong. Yeah. Well, J3's well, J3 <laughs> wrong. Totally wrong. He's, it's only because he's always wrong. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Poor J3. Oh, but yeah, have a look be. at the, uh, the full detailed video and comparison test, which is plenty of words for you to read. Yeah, oh. totally. It's, that is the mainstream of the market really now, mm-hmm. isn't it? You know, those mm-hmm. cars. So we've sort of hit the, the spot where most people are looking. My, um, my, sorry, my key learning out of it, though, is if you're buying a small SUV, should be shopping up to about $30,000 because yeah. I think you're going to get a better small SUV at that price point. Right. And then at that price point, you're not that far off a medium SUV yep. and a good medium SUV. Well, right. that's so, it. As you step up through the HRV range, you get really close to CRV yeah. and you start to think, wow, for this, for about $1,500 more, I could get a CRV. Yeah. So, yeah. Which mm. is what I'd be doing if I didn't need the compact footprint of yep. a small SUV. Yep. So. so don't hit the dealerships, read your story, see yeah. your video, because Matt has done it all for you already. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Well, we did three out of 20-ish, so yeah. maybe yeah. there's more small SUV comparisons to come. Yeah. But talking of quality vehicles, it's time for a word from our sponsor. Life's a journey, and for over a century, Winton's been helping Australians enjoy the ride. Behind the wheel of a Winton, you're comfortably in control of the most efficient, enjoyable and brilliantly engineered car in the world. In fact, from class-leading luxury and performance cars to light trucks, heavy haulers and agricultural equipment, all supported by our no-haggle, lifetime warranty and industry-leading service, Winton covers all the bases. Winton, Australian with a world of difference. Okay, Winton, and of course mm. that begs the question, where's, where's Frosty? Frosty this oh, week? He's, yeah, a, he's an action man, and um, he's been on board with the Invictus Games uh, oh, yeah. since the earliest days, in a voluntary capacity, yes. of course, Yes. Um, since day one. He'll be at the opening ceremony in Sydney mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow, and of course his royal links mean that mm. he's been right at the side of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex since oh, they've yeah. been... Yeah. In Australia, in fact, he had to crash tackle an angry koala um, in Dubbo that was going to maul yeah. um, Harry and uh, Meghan. Yeah. So he's put himself in the line of fire. Um, they've been travelling around in an extended wheelbase Winton Wanderer, oh, uh, which is open top one, which they can. It's a landaulet. La- yeah, you know, right. It's got that <laughs> that yep. uh, open section yes. at the back. Yep, yep. And that's been a logistical nightmare. You know, shuffling wanderers around the country to make yeah. sure they're always in one, yeah. but. Yeah. As usual, Frosty's all over it. So Good on him. he can't be with us today, but uh, Winton is well represented on, on that little royal tour. Pa- apparently he set up that, that beautiful heart-touching moment of the little boy who came out and, and give, gave Harry's beard a little scratch oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah look, that that's, that's, that's 100% Frosty. That he was, understands how to pluck the heart The kid was paid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Richard, didn't want anyway, to do it. Mo- moving on. Richard, you've been uh, behind the wheel of a car that's 
Um, significant for a few reasons. A, you want to find out what it's about, but B, from Holden's point of view, mm. they've taken a fair old dip in terms of overall sales. Yep. As a brand, this is a big seven-seat SUV. It's called Arcadia. Tell us what you've made of it. This is the the a Holden Arcadia is the car that Holden hopes will make Holden great again. Oh uh, dear. R- They really do. In fact, at the launch, they were even billing it as really the new Commodore, um, which was a bit confusing. Wow. But really? in a lot of ways, really? that's that's sort of true because mm-hmm. you know families and and, and and everybody's sort of moving away from sedans and into SUVs. So perhaps a large SUV is the new Commodore in, mm. in a lot of ways. It rides really well. Rob Tribbiani was 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 really responsible for for shaking down the top spec. So for people that don't know, Rob Tribbiani is the in-house engineer, wheel guru, That's who right. can tune suspension to within an inch of its He's life. been on TV ads. He's so. been on TV ads. He oh, is holding wow. suspension Famous. wizards. Pretty much everything Rob touches turns to gold, which is really disappointing around the house, you know. Because, you know, <laughs> exactly. Pick up his gold. Toilet paper. Toilet paper that's gold yes, isn't much. That's no, job, no, man. that's very uncomfortable. It wasn't Arcadia a cruise ship at one point, wasn't it? That P&O, was when they crashed. P&O Arcadia. <laughs> Did it crash? No, no. no. no, no. I think a lot of um, people coming to Australia for the first time ah. travelled in an Arcadia. Maybe. It just happened to be a large ship. Well, if this actually talking of large ships... Uh, <laughs> it wow. does handle a bit like a ship. It's, now, a, it's a big okay. vehicle, right? Yeah. Well, it's not quite as big as the Mazda CX-9. Okay. So okay. the Mazda but CX-9 is 5.1 metres. This is about 4.9, almost 5. Okay. Um, it looks big. And, Still pretty and big. when it? you're sitting behind the wheel, you feel like you're driving a GMC truck. Like yeah. it, you're looking at this really tall, high, broad Because bonnet. to be clear, that's the genetic origin of the exactly vehicle, right? right. It was, it's made and sold in North America as a GMC. As a GMC. A GMC Arcadia. That's right. It's yeah. a GMC Arcadia in, in the United States and Canada. Uh, and GMC are you know, responsible for, for General Motors commercial. Yeah. Um, so everything from GMC has a truck-like face. I think it's actually General Motors Canada. Is the derivation? Is that of what the it nose. is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, Correct now, me if I'm wrong. Listeners, I don't know. Viewers, this, now the Rob Tribbiani, the top spec Rob Tribbiani uh, tuned variant rides really well. Okay, so wait there. Did, okay. did he tune all of them? No. Oh, so he only brought. They only brought the top spec. Arcadia to Australia, and that's the car, the LTZV, which they drove around Lang Lang, their proving ground that Holden has. They gave it out to their families, they tested it, he went through, and he changed the adaptive suspension tune. Now, the base grade, the LT, and the next grade up, the mid-spec LTZ, hasn't been tuned in Australia. Holden sent its engineers to the US, but they had to come up with a global tune or an American Aussie tune, so they had to make compromises. Now, I drove the LT and the LTZ on the Telangia road up from Hillsville, which we've driven heaps of other cars on, so I know, and it's a great bit of road in the base, base spec car, and it was like going up the road on a space hopper. Like it was, it was comfy in an American way, in a sort of a Jeep Grand Cherokee way, but as soon as you came to the first corner, there, were t- there was tyre chirping, there was body roll. I mean, you'd expect it. It's a big yeah. truck. It's, you know, it's a big SUV. But I've driven the CX-9 at its latest launch, and that, it, that feels like you know, a, a, you know, a ballet shoe. It's so... It, it, Have you worn ballet shoes? No, I haven't. I imagine that's what they feel like. <laughs> it's, what I mean is it's agile and it's sharp and you can turn on the spot. Yeah. Whereas with this, you can't, you can't turn on the spot. Yeah. The, the Tribbiani tune 
top grade car does feel more compliant. It's got adaptive suspension so you can change it to sport and comfort and normal mode. Yep. And that does help keep the car flatter in the right. corners, but it still feels So the, the top one has a normal steering wheel. The lower ones have a large wooden one <laughs> with the spokes coming out the side, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah helm, that's right. Yeah? You're wow. spinning it around. But here's what I can do in the Arcadia that I can't do in the CX-9. I can sit in all three ah, rows right. yeah. comfortably. Yeah. Like with, with my legs. Like He's big. I'm big. I'm 191 what about centimeters. With someone else's tall. legs. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You sitting with someone else's legs. That would be weird. Oh, that would be weird. weird. Move on. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that's, that's fantastic. I can't sit because of the Mazda CX-9's roofline, how it sort of slopes down. It looks really, yeah. looks really sexy. And because the Arcadia's roofline is like a shoebox, yeah. I can sit up straight and there's heaps of legroom. So what we did is that you'll see it in the video. We managed to put me in my driving position and put me in the third row with, with about that much space and then about that much space in the second row as well. So I can sit behind all three positions without moving the, the, the seats forward to a yeah, point where right. I can't sit. I can't do that in the CX-9. I can't do that in the Sorento. I can do that in the Kluger just, yeah. um, but there aren't many seven-seaters that I can do that Will a viewer in. at any stage see three Richards at one time, or you, is it no, you, you will. do hop? You, you will. might see three Richards. All right, let's not cool. get too yeah, much away. I don't want to give too much away. Let's not get you too might much also away. see me doing the worm. <laughs> um, what? All right. You have, now, to, you have to see the video. There's no doubt, Richard, yep. that you'll get some feedback oh, yeah. on that video. Mm, so sure. what we're going to move to now is blowing a gasket. And in oh. this instance, yeah. it's allowing the viewers uh, on YouTube to have their say cool. in okay. terms of letting us know some constructive pointers. Yeah, democracy. This is where you might pick it up. This is what I like. Not yeah. so much of that, but this is what I didn't like. Yes. So I have here oh. with me... None of us have seen this. Oh, okay. no. Our friend Mr. Pritchard has been uh, trawling through the different pieces of feedback, and I want to get you okay. guys to okay. respond just off the cuff. I like Radio. it. Right. I'm ready. I am not. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm don't ready. swear, Richard. Don't do swear. It. A person, uh, Jack Wood, has said, I don't know why, but this guy looks like a racist. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Who's that about? That's about you. What, me? He just says, I don't know why, but this guy looks like a racist. Me? So, are me? you? No! <laughs> Not in a million years. Matt. Have you worked that out? All right. Matt. Yes. Uh, was in second the whole drive. LOL. <laughs> what? So, there, a big that? critique on your driving was style, Matt. You were in second the whole time. How LOL. How did they what know? What car was that? So, that was Mr. Anonymous. <laughs> um, and uh, it good. was. Uh, <laughs> I look like a racist. It was in We've Thrashed the I-30N on a WRC special stage. Oh, yeah. Uh, duh. It was a go-kart a, track. It's a go-kart yeah. track. Uh, you <laughs> could get to the end of second and get to third, and then you'd have to go back to second. I, I actually... Yes, I was in second. It would be I'm weird if Because that was the appropriate gear. It would be yeah. weird if you were in fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Richard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Speak English. We need MPH. MP- oh, That's from Cherry Tube. <laughs> miles per hour. We get a lot of American viewers. Hello. Uh, well, we get people asking for horsepower as well, don't we? Yeah, we do. Heaps. A lot. A lot. Maybe we should do both. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, this is sort of a backhander for you, Matt. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um, a backhander compliment. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. Beautiful video. Thank you. Please do more of these tourist videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys are actually really good doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Get away! Uh, yeah, oh, that's the, I, I actually recognise that one. That is on our um, our Perth uh, trip, yeah. or it was Margaret River 
Um, okay. I did a, a trips and trails yeah. video. Well, you should do more is, of them because you yeah. actually do them really well, well yeah. Matt. Mike, okay, yeah. thanks. Well, Mike Whitney's retiring soon. Maybe you could do the whole. Now, Richard, yeah. shush up because <laughs> you have allegedly, because of uh, Tommy Dubs, says oh. you have a killer clown smile. No, he, what he's referring to is <laughs> the headlights on the C-Class. They are. Ah. I, I said they look like a killer clown was, smile. I oh, think you, he's actually going killer clown smile. Oh, he's got four what? question marks. Yeah, afterwards. yeah, yeah. Like, because he wants to know what you. But you know, this one is unequivocal. Mm. Uh, dumbass. Oh yeah, oh, and that's directed your way. Wow. Yeah, that was M O I with some Chinese uh, letters afterwards. Yeah, I checked out his. Uh, see. I, I checked out where he came from. Right. Um, this is not a racist you troll. thing. No, okay. racist. Troll, you no racist. what YouTube channel? And he actually does pretty good raps of cars. So uh, you know, like if you... raps, like word raps. No, not no, like you know, carbon raps and stuff. Oh, okay. Anyway, why, why oh, did I just okay. give him a plug when he's insulted me? Yeah. Right. Anyway, that's good. Dumbass. So hopefully <laughs> you're all feeling well satisfied. Um, I like uh, that. People have got it's the bile out of their system, and you feel good now yeah. that you've got it out of yours. Yeah. Well, what we're going to move on to now is. Cars in our garage. So okay. we're, we're in one corner of the shed, of course. Of course. Um, the vehicles that we've been driving are just over that. Well, actually, just, we're in the back corner. They're just that side. Just, yeah. yeah. They're just behind So me. this week, I'll, I'll kick off. Sure. Because I had the uh, opportunity to drive an Aston Martin DB11, and it's Yummy. the AMR for Aston Martin Racing mm-hmm. uh, variant. Mm-hmm. It's over 400 grand, so it's in the big money kind of supercar sphere. It's a 5.2-litre twin-turbo V12 it's got the lot, you know, and it was black and black and black. So black car, black rims, black interior with fluoro green pickouts like the brake calipers and yes. a, a seat trim and stitching on the seats and what have you. And just the theatre of the car, you know, it makes no logical sense in Australia as all of those cars, mm-hmm. they're just ridiculous mm. on any kind of logical level. But just press the button and you get the whine like an old school Formula One and it bursts mm. into life, you just go... Yeah, that's worth four hundred grand. That that is <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's super fast. It puts its power down amazingly well. It was just huge fun to drive. So, yeah. um, I don't know. It's one of those toys for the super rich. Four hundred grand. I think our apartment cost about that much. Yeah. Mm. I think it's four hundred and twenty mm. something. What? So you've got to stump up. And then look, this had a lot of options on it. The person who handed the car over to me said. All right, see these carbon pieces? The roof, option. That straight down the side, option. The sill there, option. That bit of carbon, you get that. <laughs> you get wow. that within the price. So, yeah. so our, our car, I've yet to do the numbers, but it would be on the road to be well past half a million bucks, that's, I'd, that, I'd reckon. That's the sort of thing, though. If you're buying one of those, you might have four or five or 10 or 15 other cars, and this is just a money's no object. I've sure. got to have that one, too. Yeah, absolutely. That's outrageous. Like We yeah. were just talking about $25,000 small SUVs, yes. and yeah. now we're talking about half a million dollars. Anyway, cars. It, was a, it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. It's well, amazing. And, uh, gorgeous so, car. So, Richard. You've yep. been in a Škoda? Škoda Kodiak. Yeah. So um, give us the thumbnails on that. Seriously, um, you know, for around about $40,000, dollars to $40,000, um, it's, it's difficult to think of a, you know, a better, small, or well, it's a mid-sized SUV. It's a seven-seater, but mm-hmm. not like the Arcadia. Um, it's sort of a sometimes a seven-seater, but always a five-seater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and being a, a Skoda, it comes with everything. Yeah, right. Um, it comes with sunshades that pull up, you know, for the kids in the back. It comes with drawers and pockets and, and storage. And bins in the bin. doors. It comes with bins in the doors. It comes with umbrellas in the doors. Yeah, Skodas right? are so great, aren't yeah, they? I mean, yeah. they, 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 I reckon they're the modern-day Saab. 
Yeah. yeah in totally. that they're, they're for someone who wants a European brand, mm. but they don't want to go mainstream. Yeah. They've probably got money to afford a much posher car. Totally. But they're pragmatic. Architects. Yeah, and they just buy a Skoda, which looks good, yeah, has yeah. all the gear, yeah. and you're not paying through the nose for it. Yeah. And can I just say, just in terms of observations in the traffic, remember a couple of podcasts ago I was talking about how no one let me in in, in the Volvo XC90? Yeah. Everyone loves a Skoda. Huh? Really? I was pulling in front of everybody, <laughs> and every people were waving at me when I pulled wow. in. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the lubricant that yeah. lets the traffic flow. Totally. Wow. I loved it. Loved it. All right. Yep. Wow. And now... Uh, Matt, you've yes. been in a Polo GTI yes. yeah. compact sporty car. Mm-hmm. What's the top line on that one? Okay, well, I didn't get to do what I would have liked to have done with the Polo GTI. You know, it's a sporty, fun, micro hot hatch style vehicle. More mature, bigger and more powerful than ever before. And I drove it to Canberra and back. Ah, ah yes. So on the freeway. You didn't mm. take the long way and I didn't go down have, the coast road? or didn't have time to. All right, so, that is the most boring bit of road ever yeah thankfully um some nice things about it the uh, camber isn't boring at all no right when you get there it's great so many great. circles <laughs> yeah I, yeah i walked <laughs> sorry camera so i went to canberra it. to do a 35 kilometer walk around canberra so it was um for oh. charity and it was good yeah. it was good fun okay. um and yeah so it was funny though because on the walk I'm talking to Margie, who was along with our team on this walk. She's 60 years old, um, loves Volkswagen Polos. She has a nine-year-old Polo TDI manual, cool. and she's ready to upgrade. Okay. And she says to me, you know what I'd really like to drive? That that new Polo GTI. I, I really like the look of it. I did said, you give her a go? I said, did you know I have one You said here you're the camera. shadow I saw in the bushes yeah. outside the hotel <laughs> you room. creep, Margie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> No, after the after the thirty five kilometer walk, we went back. We went to the polo. I showed her around it. We went for a drive. She had a bit of a drive. She loved it, and I think we've made a sale. Really, but it's Did not you guys I... end up hooking up afterwards. Uh, or like, excuse what, me, it sounds like a date. Um, shut what? up, shut up. Yeah, we went for a thirty five kilometer walk. Went for a bit of a drive. We got some <laughs> dinner. So we're movie. part of a team, Richard. <laughs> it's part of a team. Um, but anyway, crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, so we went. And went and had a look at around it, and I showed her some of the things that were optional. And it's not till I got back home and looked at just how many options there ah, were on that I car see. that I went, "Oh, that's not thirty nine ninety. It's thirty eight thousand dollars plus." Yep. For the car that I drove, and I'm thinking to myself, "Oh, what were the kinds of things that were optional?" So it had a couple of packs on it. Okay. One of them included a um, the Beats audio system and the ten point two inch um, digital. Inf- oh, the bigger cluster. screen because yeah, it's eight cl- point something. In no, the, this is the, cluster. the virtual instrument cluster. The virtual oh, yep. cluster. I'm with yeah. you. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Um, and so that was one thing, and then there was the seats and the sunroof and some other stuff, and LED headlights and 18-inch wheels and all these extra bits and pieces where you sort of go, I'd actually prefer yep. the one with regular dials and yep. tartan seats and 17-inch wheels, wheels yep. and a $30,000 price well, tag. Well, that's uh, probably the car that Margie will end up with. Probably. Yeah. 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 And, and she won't feel shortchanged because you're right. It's still a great car. Yeah, exactly. And I think that um, – but I, you know, I said to her, if you're spending this much – you know, Hyundai i30N's not much more money, and you can get it in manual. She was disappointed that you can't get a manual, manual. Yeah. like but I how, was. How did she did go she with punch that you suggestion? In the face? So yeah. um, she, well, 
she wasn't she's not looking to spend 40 grand so right. it's it's that sort of yeah. more 30 grand sort of price tag i said yeah. what about a swift sport 25 grand it's more fun but she's she's yeah. a bit, no, but she, she sounds like yeah. she's rusted onto Volkswagen yeah. cuz she's had a good run okay. with her she wants a Polo. Right. She wants a well i said to her not- she she did the car she wants is a new Citroen or new DS3 oh. but we don't get DS anymore in australia right and i said to her my mum has a DS3 Sell she's the same age as you and she loves it. <gasps> Did you broke So her you a were deal? just rubbing salt in the wound no, by saying you can't buy one, can't but my one. mum has one. Yeah, she loves it. Kind of. Why don't you get your mum to sell hers to her? No, Margie wants a new car. Like all good people wants right. a new car. Well, look, it's time for us to move on and hit this week's Musk Watch. Here we go. Okay, so we know that Tesla was fined twenty million US dollars for the dear leaders taking the company private tweets, Mm -hmm. and Elon has decided to buy twenty million dollars worth of Tesla stock to cover it, which is nice. So he's he's dipped into his own pocket, okay, and said Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy twenty million dollars worth of stock, and that's the equivalent of the fine that the company had to pay. So there you go, we're square. Hang on, yeah, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) Yeah, it does. In, Why in, only $20 million? That had a bigger effect than $20 million on the share market. It was a negotiation at the end. Wow. That's rude. In terms of how yeah. long he would be taken down as chairman, which is three years, um, the f- size of the fine they'd pay, all of that stuff. Right. So, yeah, that's what it ended up being. Cheeky. But the bigger news mm. is that, do you remember the April's Fool's, April Fool's Day prank earlier in the year, obviously, um, when... He was leaning up against a Model 3 and saying, I'm bankrupt or something. He had that oh, cardboard yes, sign yes, saying yes. I'm bankrupt. Yep. Um, and he also said he was going to make a thing called Tesla Keeler, like tequila. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Tesla yeah. brand tequila. So it looks like that might come true. I saw a photo. He's going to go yeah. bankrupt? I saw or? A, no, I no, saw no, no, no. Oh. I saw a Tesla Keeler. Tesla Keeler. On, on Instagram or fun, <laughs> Facebook or something. Obviously, it'll be presented by Porky Pig. It's <laughs> Tesla Keeler. Um, but... He's already filed, allegedly, an application uh, to trademark Tesla Keeler, meaning that, yeah, what was originally an April Fool's Day prank could become reality. The thing I discovered, though, when I Googled Tesla or uh, Tesla Tequila is I got actually a Croatian Tesla Plum Brandy, which already exists. It's available in Europe, and it's developed in collaboration with this place, the Bristol Bar in Frankfurt. So, you know, game on, Sparky. Someone's um, someone Someone already has a liquor called yeah. Tesla. Called Tesla. And wow. whether or not they're infringing on the Tesla trademark or vice versa, that's kind of interesting. Do, I you, wow. do you reckon Elon will just bully them and go, change it? Probably. Like, well, we, we had it since 1980. Yeah. Change it. Yeah. He'll Probably buy identify out. the CEO, <laughs> insult them, say something obscene, that's right. and get the whole ball rolling. Totally. Like, buy them out for $20 buy million dollars yeah. and he'll be happy. <laughs> All right, well, the Bloomberg Model 3 production tracker yep. sits at 4280 this week. That's up a whole 56 units from last week. Uh, that makes two months under 5,000 a week. So right. yeah. went up to that crest of we've got to hit 5,000 because everybody expects us to, and it's gone right back down, and that natural run rate is now a lot lower than 5,000 yeah. um, yeah. a week. But as we were saying, that we reckon that they are. 
busting a gut. Well, the wedding marquee is still working flat out. Oh, Um, the boxes everywhere. To to get to that number. Yeah, they don't even zip it up at night. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the pegs need to be hit in again. (laughs) All the the guy ropes, they've got to put a a fly over it when it (laughs) rains so that the the rain doesn't start dripping in. And apparently Elon is holding weddings out of it as well on the side. You've got to make money. You've got to make money. Tequila, weddings, drilling holes in the ground. Yeah. Colonising markets. Flamethrowers. Yeah. It's, it's a diversified mm, business. It. That's right. Okay, with that, we've reached the finish line. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thanks to our producer, Marsden. He tries hard, but some days it's clear he couldn't pour water out of a boot if the instructions were on the sole. And thank you for listening. Please give us your thoughts on anything we've discussed today. Search for Cars Guide on Facebook and Instagram and use the hashtag CGPodcast or email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. You can listen to and watch us on you, on YouTube, sorry, and if you're an iTunes devotee, please rate and review us. Um, then, I hope you can join us next week. Until then, Darren and Damo are on holiday in Damo's camper. Mm-hmm. They're lost, circling around a strange town trying to find the highway. Damo was just starting down a grade to go under a bridge when he slams on the brakes. Darren says, what the hell, what's up? Damo says, that warning sign says low bridge, no vehicles over 2.2 metres high. And with all the gear on the roof, this thing's got to be 2.5. Darren says, ah, there aren't any cops around, mate. Just gas it up and go for it. (laughs) Oh, Dad. I'll see myself out. Yeah, boy. (laughs) 